welcome to episode 4 of Milk's favorite podcast, the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. We we really, like, come on Nabisco, come on Mr. Nabisco, just, if you like it, put a ring on it, a ring of official sponsorship. I'm Randy. And I'm Michelle. I would like to start off this day's episode by telling you all a little story about my relationship with Oreos. Um, One time when I was in, uh, I think it was freshman year of college, I was back in New York for Thanksgiving maybe or winter break or something, and I got together with my high school friends and we decided we were going to make a castle out of Oreos. So we bought a couple packs of Oreos. We couple? Yeah, like two or three. Okay. We um, separated the cream out from all the cookies with knives. It was very precise. And we built a, a structure. We built a castle using the cookies as bricks and the, the frosting as mortar. We had gotten double stuff Oreos, which I do not recommend if you're going to do this. So we had a lot of leftover filling. So I, uh, I put it in a Ziploc bag and I took it home with me just to have a bunch of filling, I guess, to snack on. Uh, it just so happened that that weekend, my baby cousin, he was maybe three years old at the time, maybe four, uh, no, definitely three or two, not four, this, this, whatever. Doesn't matter, Um, does it? (laughs) No. Young, young boy child. He, uh, and his family were staying at my parents' house, and so I fed him so much Oreo cream, and he loved it. (laughs) He was so happy. Because it was just like, it must have been like cocaine for him. And and I like to think that he still remembers me fondly for that. There's not a chance, but I like to think it. <laughs> the funny thing about this is we recently asked a three-year-old we know, I think he's three, whether he likes Oreos. And what was his answer? He said no. Not only did he say no, he said no! His mom said that he had never had an Oreo, though. So he may just have been contrary. Yeah, so you know what we need to do? Steal some three-year-olds and run some tests on them. I was just going to say, get a lot of icing and feed it to him. Oh, like steal one particular three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't want to kidnap anyone. <laughs> Michelle's so sad right now. She's got a real sad We don't face. need to kidnap him. We'll just, you know, do it secretively. Kid, borrow him. Borrow him a little bit. Uh, all right, so uh, this is Milk's favorite podcast, and every episode on Milk's favorite podcast, we review a different flavor of Oreo. Uh, Michelle and I both will rate that Oreo in each of eight different categories, and we will add up our scores and see just how good that flavor is. Michelle, what do we have today? Our first category is always name, and our Oreos today are called Hot Cocoa Oreo. What do you think? It's a good name. It it communicates a very specific thing, right? Hot cocoa, uh, kind of a wintry flavor. We talked about last uh, last week, not last week, last episode. A uh, little little inside baseball here. One day recording this podcast, Michelle kept saying last week, and I told her not to because this is a bi-weekly podcast, not a weekly podcast. But ironically, Randy also really likes to say last week. I've been hoisted by my own petard. So uh, last episode, we uh, I specifically spoke about 
hot chocolate, um, which is, of course, warmed up, but still solid chocolate that you eat. <laughs> uh, this is hot cocoa, which is drinking. It's a liquid. Oh, is that actually a distinction? Is that why you... S- the look of realization dawning on Michelle's face. She's so, I guess so I unsure. Call it hot chocolate. Lots of people call it hot chocolate. Yeah, it's a distinction I just made up last episode because I misspoke. Gotcha. I said eat instead of drink, <laughs> and I had to justify it. I understand now, but the distinction now sounds like a real, like it could be a real thing if I wasn't so gullible. Yeah, maybe we should make that a thing. What do you think? Just, like, get a bunch of candy bars and nuke them for a second. And then sell them. Uh, or, or, or we'd have to find a way to keep them warm. That's the we... problem. That's why they don't sell hot chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, maybe our next podcast will be reviewing candy bars for how well they heat up without melting. But that's not this podcast. This podcast is uh, an Oreo review podcast. What do you think of the name? I I don't really have anything really to say about it. Like, it's descriptive. It makes me feel warm and cozy, so I like that. Mm-hmm. I think that they picked hot cocoa because it fits very well within the constraints of the size of the Oreo, as opposed to hot chocolate. Um, so it's very aesthetically pleasing. Okay. So it's pretty good. It's a little bit bland, but what can you do about that? All right. Do you have a score? Um, I will give it a 10. Yeah, I think that's about right. It is a good name. It is very specific. You know, coming off of winter Oreos, which doesn't mean anything, I like that there's a a specific referent here. I can hear hot cocoa Oreos and I have an idea of what I'm in for. So I'm going to give it an 11. Our next category is packaging. Um, This package is smaller than some of the other packages. I think it's our first mini package. Yeah, what's up with that? I think it was the same price. Yeah, I don't... Just sometimes Oreos come in a smaller package. I'm not really a fan. I wonder, do we get the same number of... So this is serving size 2 cookies, servings per container about 10. And uh, we have last episode's winter Oreos... Uh, serving size two cookies, about 15 servings per container. Oh, yeah, they're not smaller Oreos. Well, I was thinking maybe they're packed more tightly. No, I think we're just getting less of them. Yeah, there's about two-thirds the Oreos in this package. The the front of it, again, we have that blue color scheme, but with a big red mug. And written on the, the mug is hot cocoa Oreo. The O's in hot cocoa are replaced by marshmallows. The mug is filled with what appears to be hot cocoa, and there are two big marshmallows in it, uh, floating above the words. Um, it has Wonderfilled, uh, which actually is not obscured by the flap on the back here, which is nice. What does that mean, though? One, it's it's a pun, right? Because it's wonderful, Yeah, but... but they're filled cookies. Yeah. It's just like a wholesome pun, Michelle. I guess. It seems like it's a logo for something specific, though, and that makes me confused. It It is. It's an Oreo thing. Okay. Like, it's specific to Oreos. It seems not necessary or relevant. Oh. All right. This, uh, we're back to artificial flavors and natural flavors on this one, which is nice. Uh, Something interesting here, um, protein, it says less than one gram instead of zero grams. Oh, it says that on all of them. Never mind. Not interesting. Uh, Michelle, what do you think? (laughs) I really like the mug. Um, It also shows the Oreo that has a layer of brown icing and a layer of white icing. So it's giving me something to look forward to, something different. I really like the marshmallows as the O's. I think that's cute. It's a good idea. 
So, I, yeah, I think it's good. I'm going to give it um, an 11. I have two problems with this package. One, it looks like it doesn't have a lift tab, and that made me happy, but it does have a lift tab. So I've been tricked again. Uh, two episodes in a row, packaging tricks me. And my second problem... I knew you were going to talk about the lift tab. You just can't help yourself. No, I'm not. I'm done. I'm done talking about but lift tabs. But you always bring it up. No question. My other problem with the packaging is hot cocoa and Oreo are written on separate lines. And right after hot cocoa, it says, uh, flavor artificially cream flavored. And that is confusing. And it's the same, same color scheme as hot cocoa. And it looks at first glance like it's part of the name. And I think that's just bad graphic design. I think, uh, you know, flavor artificially cream flavored should have been in smaller font, different color at the bottom of the package, or just somewhere else. Well, what's actually saying is hot cocoa flavor cream artificially flavored. See, these, the flavor and cream are the same font, so they go together. It's not flavor artificially cream flavored. I read from left to right, top to bottom, not top to bottom, left to right, Michelle. But either way... Even if it is communicating useful information, it it lessens the look, I think. I think it is less attractive than it would be if those words were somewhere else. And it's not really information I care about. So I'm going to ding the packaging a couple of points there, and I'm going to give it a 9. Our next category is smell. Uh, Michelle opened the last one, so it's my turn now. This lift is very hard to get a hold of. Because it's, it's like, on the crease. Yeah, it's normally on top, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, the package is so small. It's a smaller package. Yeah. So here we go. One fell swoop. Easy peasy. Um, now get that smell. Really lock that into your nose. Oh, that's a strong smell. It is pretty strong. And it's very chocolatey. It smells like chocolate to me. Mm, it does smell like chocolate. I like it. I like it, too. Like chocolate icing. Yeah, and it it actually smells kind of like hot chocolate, yeah. like uh, like a Swiss Miss mix. You mm -hmm. know the powdered hot chocolate. Oh yeah, stuff my favorite kind. That you put in water, hot yeah. water. You can put it in milk too. Yeah, you can, but like traditionally, it's a water thing. I think. Sure. I don't know. I always well. I guess I grew up with it. I grew up drinking that in milk, like at home. If I was drinking it at home, it was in mm -hmm. milk. But it always felt fancy. Yeah. It felt like I was breaking some kind of societal rule and, like, living decadently. And, oh, the hedonism of hot chocolate with milk. What kind of milk, though? Uh, we always got Skim Plus, which is a brand okay. I've only ever seen in the Northeast. Um, I wish we had it here because it tastes like whole milk. Yeah, but, but it's, it's skim, skim milk. How do they do that? I don't know how they do it. I wish everybody knew how to do it because it's just, like, it's the best milk. Actually, to me, whole milk is like I'm drinking cream. Oh, it's too much for it's you? It's way too much because I grew up on skim. Even oh. 2%, 2% feels decadent, way decadent enough. Oh, I wish I had known because I always buy 2%. No, it's good, It's but in a decadent way. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. hmm. I guess also, like, we don't drink a lot of milk. No, we normally put it in things, so yeah. it's, it's not the same kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so... I love this smell. Um, I I'm gonna give it a twelve point five. That is, if if every Oreo smelled like that, then it, that would be a good world. I agree. I'm also gonna give it a twelve point five. Our next category is appearance. 
Let's grab it. And this one is a little funky. My Oreo has been partially destroyed. It's flat. You know, the, I can see the, the remnants of the design there, but yeah. they have been pulverized. Oh, yeah. Mine's like that, too. On both sides of my Oreo. I wonder if that, maybe that's the smaller packaging. Michelle, you're going through the box. Some of them are okay, but there's definitely more more bad ones than normal. Do you think it's the size of the packaging? Like maybe the package is less than two-thirds the size of the other package? So, or, or maybe more than two-thirds the size, but has two-thirds the number of Oreos? I don't know. It doesn't look like the, they, they've been crushed. It looks like they're just not as, as well formed to me. Like, look at that one. That doesn't look crushed. It just looks... No, that looks kind of like mine. It looks like it's been flattened. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like ground it's away. It's kind of uneven in weird ways. Look at the O and the E. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And look at that one. Yeah, these are very strange looking Oreos. They almost look like knockoffs. Oh, like Hydrox cookies? Flat. Okay, so Hydrox <laughs> is a brand of Oreo-like sandwich cookies oh. that everybody thinks is knockoff Oreos. And then somebody at the party is like, hey, actually, did you know that Hydrox cookies came first and Oreo cookies Ugh. were knockoff Hydroxes, Ugh. but then they got super popular? And it's like, yeah, okay, we know, but also this isn't the 1880s, so we don't care. And Hydrox cookies are knockoff Oreos, and anyone who says otherwise is just being needlessly pedantic. No offense. No, I mean offense. <laughs> if you're one of those people who is like, oh, Oreos are knockoff Hydroxes, stop. Oreos taste better, and they're more popular, and everything about them is better. And if Hydroxes stopped being sold tomorrow, no one would care. I've never even heard of them. Exactly. I don't so, go to your fancy parties, I guess. So stop talking about Hydroxes, everybody. It's Oreo town. But so say somebody made a knockoff Oreo and they put the Oreo label on it. I feel like this is what I would expect it to look oh, like. Oh, yeah. Like, like like somebody's committing some like IP violations. Yeah. Just like a little bit crooked. Are we sure that we didn't buy knockoff Oreos? I'm not sure. These were from Target. Where does Target get their supply from? All our other Oreos have not been from Target. That's true. They've been from Schnucks. So what about this cream? Mine is kind of uneven. So on the package, it looks like there's an, an equal layer of chocolate and vanilla, but on mine, it's not. Either it's been squished or... Mine also is uneven, but like the chocolate kind of wraps around, or the brown kind of wraps around the white, as though like the white was squirted on top of the brown. Mm -hmm. And I actually, I kind of like it. it. It makes it more visually interesting because the line is not just straight around. It gives it some nice 3D texture. I, I'm into that. Okay. I mean... I don't really care. It's just not, doesn't look like the package. That's all. That's fair. It, mine does not look at all like the package. How would you rate this appearance? I'm a little bit disappointed, to be honest. I, I'm going to give it a six. I also am disappointed. I'm going to give it an eight. Less disappointed than you are. So now is our favorite category, I think. My favorite category, at least. Uh, you did a total 180 on this one. Oh, I think it's real fun. The ease of opening. Before you open it, Michelle, I want to ask you a question. This is our first Oreo with two separate layers of frosting. Mm. When you open it, do you think slash do you want the frosting layers to separate and one side of the cookie has the brown frosting and one side has the white? Or do you want the two layers of frosting to stick together and one side of the cookie has all the frosting and the other has none? So I think the point of opening an Oreo is that you want to eat one side that only has cookie and then you want one side that has extra icing and just a little bit of cookie. So based on that rationale for opening an Oreo, I want all the icing on one side. 
I agree with you that that is what I want for eating a cookie, but this is my first experience that I can remember with with Oreo with two different kinds of frosting. That's true, me too. And I think the coolness factor of the frosting layers separating would be through the charts. That would be cool. I don't think that's going to happen though. How I'm are you going to how are you going to open it? I'm going to pull. Okay, your first pull. Is it? Whoa. <laughs> that that's, was good. That's really good. So the chocolate stuck to the side and the white came off and it's pretty clean. It's almost as good as mystery. There's a little bit of icing on one side, but I would say it's reasonable. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a twist. I'm gonna do your patented patent pending slow twist. Oh, it, it just kind of came apart as soon as I started twisting, and it did not come apart well. I have about a third of the uh, the white frosting is stuck on one side of the cookie, along with a thin layer of the brown. And the rest of it is on the other cookie. I feel like you almost got a separation of. Yeah, it definitely started. Way. It definitely started. Hmm. Oh, you're, what are you trying now? I want. I want to try the twist. I want to try it, looking at the unevenness of the Oreo and seeing if I can force this separation. Oh no, I got. Yeah, that's another really good. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna do a but pull again, apart just because you're showing stuck. me up. The chocolate stuck and the vanilla separated. Oh, interesting. I'm going to do the pull apart, but the brown frosting's in my left hand, which is my weak hand. Okay. And so we'll see. Oh, Ooh. yeah, now the white one's stuck, but the, the brown frosting did not come off cleanly. And that yeah. actually, I think, is the worst pull apart I've ever had. There is there's just a big chunk yeah, still on the cookie. Yeah, that's a big chunk. That's a weird one. I've hmm. never seen it quite like that. Yeah, very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. So, uh, ease of opening. These were not particularly easy to open, and they did not open particularly well for me. I have to give it a four. So mine were okay, and while I do trust Randy to open Oreos pretty well, I, it's a little bit unequal, so I think I have to give a higher rating, so I will give an eight. I expected you to go higher on that. Yours are really well done. Mine are really well done, but yours are not good, and usually we have very similar experiences. I think you gotta, you have to, Use your Do it own on my experience. own? Yeah. Oh, well then I'm giving it an 11. Our next category is traditionally maybe the most important in evaluating an Oreo, but for us it is exactly as important as every other category, and that is taste. So, bottoms up. Oh man. Oh wow. Is that good? I like it a lot. What do you think? I don't know if I'm getting a lot of the chocolate, like the cocoa that I smelled. Oh, I'm getting Complete two. Oh, I'm getting two very strong flavors. Through. I'm getting chocolate, but not like a chocolate bar. I'm getting like cocoa, like hot cocoa. Oh, I taste it now. And I'm getting now. some strong marshmallow flavor. You're getting marshmallow flavor? Yeah, I. You, you can't differentiate between marshmallow and Oreo. <laughs> we know that. I can, and and. The ratio is good. I'm not a big fan of marshmallows in my hot cocoa because I think they just get in the way of drinking it and then they melt together and it's weird. You're wrong, but okay. Uh, but there's there's a good ratio here. It's definitely ch more chocolatey than, than marshmallowy. And I like that. I guess I just, it's a little bit hard to distinguish the cocoa from the chocolate cookie for me. Try eating just the cream. Okay. I am still getting the vanilla. So I see what you're saying about the marshmallow. Tastes taste vanilla to me. Mm. Yeah. The cream is very hot cocoa-y. Yeah. The cookie, standard cookie. It's hard. 
it, it just, you know, gums up in your teeth immediately upon going in your mouth. Are you trying to separate the cream layers now, Michelle? Or are you just eating cream? I'm just eating cream. Okay. So taste, what do you think? What's your score? I'm going to give it a 10 because I like it, but it is a little bit hard for me to distinguish. I, I love this taste. I think this taste is great. 12. What about the 0.5? You don't want to give it full marks? Mm. Yeah, it tastes as good as it smells. 12.5. All right. So now for accuracy. Does this Oreo taste like hot cocoa to you? Yes and no. Oh. You so, just I thought you just said it tasted exactly like hot cocoa. So when I make hot cocoa now that I am an adult millennial, I don't use a mix. What I do is I put some milk in a saucepan and I heat it up until it's simmering and then I just throw chocolate in there and whisk it until it's melted, froth it up, and then pour it out into a mug. And it does not taste like that. So in terms of that kind of hot cocoa, I don't think it tastes like that. I also don't think that's what Mr. Nabisco was going for here. I think he was going for that, you know, packaged hot chocolate powder, maybe with the mini marshmallows that you... Um, you know, would find in like a cooler at a, a Little League game maybe in the winter. At a like cooler? a winter, like a Gatorade cooler. Okay, I don't think you can put hot cocoa in a cooler. I definitely have. What? Yeah. No, you I'm... put it in like a thermos. Like one of those like heated... You know those like big Gatorade cylinder things with the spigot at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely had like like hot cocoa out of that. Okay, that's strange. Okay. Or, or like a hot water thing at like a conference maybe or in a hotel, mm -hmm. you know, like a continental breakfast. Yeah, those are two different things because they make those for like heated, heated liquids. It's all the same. I think it, it definitely tastes a lot like that and I think that's probably what Mr. Nabisco was going for. Yeah, I mean that's the standard hot cocoa flavor, right? Um, I guess, yeah, maybe you could say that like Starbucks hot cocoa, but Starbucks hot cocoa is not good. Tastes I've never weird. had it. It tastes weird. Because they don't think anyone would ever order that. Well, maybe they should. Anyway, what are you going to give the accuracy here? Mm, I think it's totally reasonable to say that hot cocoa Oreos should taste like powdered hot cocoa. And I personally enjoy that flavor. So I'm going to give it a 12.5. I, I want to be clear. I also enjoy that flavor. I gave it a 12.5 for taste. And I... I agree. That is exactly what it tastes like. If you if you somehow like melted this down into a liquid and gave it to me to drink, I would. I, that's what I think it would taste like. Okay. So I'm gonna give it a twelve point five. Also. All right. Our final category of hot cocoa Oreo is distance throw. So we're gonna go outside now. And we're gonna see how far these Oreos can fly when we throw them. Uh, Michelle, do you want the Oreo to go a long distance or a not long distance? Huh. I think I want it to not go a long distance. Why? Because I want it to, I kind of like my cookies heavy, you know, moist. Okay. Moist and heavy. And not aerodynamic? No, I don't think, it's, you know, it's the same thing as rolling and stuff. What do you want? I, I think that I want this cookie 
to go a long way. Why do um, you want that? I want I want an aerodynamic cookie. Okay. So we're standing on our front our front yard, so you might hear some cars. Alright. Michelle. Alright, so uh, let's just throw it down the street. You wanna throw it at the same time? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Oh, I, I lost mine. I don't know where that went. <laughs> I think I might have um, thrown that not so well. I think I expected it to, to be heavier. <laughs> um, and so I just kind of whipped my arm really fast. And um, Didn't you play Frisbee in college? Yeah, but I didn't throw it like a Frisbee. I threw it like... Um, Here, throw it like a Frisbee. Oh, I think there. Yeah, there it is. It's it's behind that tree. That one went pretty far. Yeah. Where did yours go? I don't know. I totally lost it. Oh man. I think it went pretty. Like I was throwing for distance, and I think it went pretty far. Do you, Do you think it went further than mine? For sure. Unless it got caught in the tree. Caught in the tree. I don't think it did. I think what it went think further. What do you think this is? Than like yours. a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go back inside because it's cold out. So, Michelle, are you happy with Hot Cocoa Oreo's throw performance? I think it went too far. Like mine, when it landed, it kind of hit the ground and like rolled and like it was very skidded. Rolly. Yeah. I did not want that to happen. I mean, like we talked about with the roll, I don't, even after it fell, I threw it down the block. It fell from the sky, hit the ground and still rolled. I mean, that's a really structurally, you know, hard cookie. What about your first throw? That was my bad, I think. That was my bad. I threw it not in my expert throwing manner. Yeah, you should have thrown like... You should just always throw things like frisbees, I think. That's probably true. Yeah. So when I threw it like a frisbee, then it rolled kind of like how a frisbee might roll when it like hits the ground if you throw it badly. Yeah, I I am very happy with how this Oreo went. It went so far I couldn't even see it. You know, it was... It just zoomed right out of my sight. And I, I do like, I liked a cookie that rolled and I liked that this Oreo rolled, especially after it fell, right? Because when we were rolling it, we started it on the table, but here there's a drop. And then it still rolled. And it still yeah. rolled, which means the cookie held together. It didn't fall apart. And I, I liked it. I'm glad that that happened. I'm going to give this, this hot cocoa Oreo a 10 in throw. I do not like that. I wish it fell apart. I'm going to give it a four. Well, that's all the scores. Let's add them up. Final scores are in. My final score is 77. Mine is 79.5. Uh, overall, I think Hot Cocoa Oreos did well. I think we can solidly and unabashedly recommend Hot Cocoa Oreos. I agree. I mean, their smell was almost off the charts good. Taste was great. Accuracy right up there. Great Oreos. Mr. Nabisco, give your food scientists a raise. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. You can hear him play with Kid Scientist or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at milksfavepodcast. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at milksfavoritepodcast.